And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. I can always count. I can always count on Sci-Fi Snob to come through in a pinch. There. Welcome, everyone. Here we go. Two hundred and fifty. Two hundred. No, not two hundred fifty. 450. What am I I talking about? 450. Let me get this thing. Let me see if we got this thing working here. There it is. It's always something. And apparently we've got an audio issue over at uh, over at Odyssey. Tom Tom is is looking into it. Um, Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Welcome, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea, conversationalists across the fruited plain, princes of the universe, and captains courageous. And we do need some courage these days, do we not? And everybody else who is along for the ride, welcome. Glad to have you. Uh, We are broadcasting live to Facebook, Odyssey, YouTube. And Odyssey has just done a new live stream update. And that could be part of what we're running into here. I don't know. But uh, new new features, new new hyper chat colors. And you can reply to other chats and, and emojis and all sorts of stuff there. So... Uh, so you can check that out now. Remember, remember you have uh, you have to have a channel on Odyssey in order per- to participate in the uh, the live chat. But I think all you have to do is sign up as a user to be able to comment. I think so. Uh, 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 Tom can check me on that. So, uh, so yeah, here we are. We're live. We're also available as a podcast. Want to give a shout out to uh, our various listeners around the world: Spain, Portugal, Italy, Poland, Russia. Uh, I've seen New Zealand. I've seen Japan. I've seen Canada. So uh, happy to have all of you with us. Uh, if you are not with us live, you can still leave a comment. You can send us an email live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com. Send us your feedback, send us your suggestions for topics and uh, and guests and and such. So uh, there is that. Robert says our new opening threw him. What uh, what opening? It's the same opening that we've had for the show. Are you talking about the gra- the new graphics uh, in the in the show? I don't know. All right. So, uh, this is this is not uh, well. Oh, I get it. I get it. Uh, the, the yes, there was a uh, there was a, um, a promo. Okay, I get you. I get you. 
Yeah, we, we lead with a few promos because if anybody is watching us live, uh, whenever we start to broadcast, whenever you go in and start talking, whenever you go in to start watching something, Google will drop ads in the front. So we've put our own promos at the beginning of the shows in order to kind of weave through that and make sure that anybody who's joining the show after we start streaming, they don't necessarily miss anything. We're, we, we're always looking out for you guys. That's what we do. All right, so here I am in my Starlog t-shirt, and uh, it is number 450. <clears throat> and I've been sitting here for a week, a week trying to figure out, okay, what do we do for this? What do we, what, what do we do? Because it's kind of a milestone. It's sort of a, it's sort of a, a, a heavy hitter for us. We're on our way to... 500 at some point and so i'm thinking okay well this is kind of a kind of a special event not i mean not really but it it kind of is so do we do anything special i think you know we could do an open mic we could do an ask me anything we could do an office dog uh an office dog uh relaxing stream or you know chill stream or whatever but then i thought you know we probably just do a do a normal a normal day at the office because there's still stuff to talk about, and people are blowing a gasket over this stuff. I, uh, uh, we'll see. But I need to I need to do this one thing first, and 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 Mrs. Boss, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to weigh in on this one because this is. I'm not. I don't. I. I. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about this. Because this is. Um. This is not. Where'd you go? Are you? Your mic. Your mic just died. There it is. There it is. There it Sorry. Is. So. Um. Okay. So. Uh. I'm not sure how to I'm not sure how to approach this. This is something that came across my feed of Twitter earlier today and it's well, I'm just going to I'm just going to rip the band-aid off and and show people here. This showed up in Twitter. Um somebody out there has decided to create this abomination this is this is an Oreo cookie with a slice of pepperoni in it. Um, I'm 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 not sure how I feel about this. Well, I'm I'm kind of sure what I feel about this. Uh, a pepperoni Oreo. <clears throat> I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. See. Here's here's something that we have to we have to uh, establish here for the folks at home, uh, and and snob to a answer your question. Well, why is that showing Good Morning Multiverse as the, the <laughs> animation? What is that? Oh, I I I know I know what I did. I had the I I got because I used this to record an, an, an interview the other day. So, um, but yeah, there's there's that. Um, and and to answer Snob's uh, question, Mrs. Boss is in our our bunker down here. She's just in a different 
part of it. She's she's back in that corner over there. She's she's back over there behind me. So, uh, but yeah, I. Uh, okay, so for the folks at home, whenever I make a pizza, <laughs> I make a. a I generally it's generally going to be a pepperoni pizza. Generally, it's the and only pizza. It's the you only make. pizza I make. So I, I I make a I make a pepperoni pizza. And I add to it because, you know, get the frozen pizza. It's got its own layers of things. So I go ahead and add more pepperoni, just cover the whole thing up on the top. And I have now learned and have developed the, the, proce- the part of the process where I have to add what I call the thievery layer. <laughs> and I have to have a thievery layer. Because somebody <laughs> walks through uh, and pineapple is fine, and thank picks you. Pieces of pepperoni off of my pizza, so I've gotten to the point where I have to make a thief layer <laughs> for the thief. No clue who you're talking about there. Right? Yeah. I, okay. All right. So yeah, pepperoni Oreos not for me. Pineapple on pizza not for me. Pineapple on pizza is perfectly fine. No, 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 no. I'm seriously trying to picture having the pepperoni in with the Oreo. Now it looks like the pepperoni that they've put in there is it's. It looks like a thick thick slice Hormel. Yeah, Yeah. but it's not cooked. Like, and by the way, Mr. Boss does make his pizzas if it's not burnt it's not cooked right i've gotten to liking burnt pizza because of him but anyway sorry snob it happens (laughs) now normally sweet and spicy works because i like having like jalapeno and pineapple on my pizza and you look at other foods, it works. Now, in this situation, you've got extremely sweet. And depending on your pepperoni, you know, how flavorful it is. People do do a prosciutto, or prosciutto, yeah, right? And melon as a mixture. But that's also a very, I mean, it works. It's kind of blah, in my opinion. I like a little more kick to my meat. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking here, they do have, I mean, you think about it, there are donuts that have bacon on it, a maple bacon. <sighs> when you think about your breakfast, you mix in, you know, if you've got that, pancakes that, or no. something, hold yeah, on. But I'm still thinking here. Now, we are adding chocolate. However. Hi, Stephanie. Chocolate does work with meats and spicy Look at chili. There are people who will put chocolate chips into the chili to enhance it. White chocolate for chicken type chilies or, you know, a regular brown chocolate, depending on how you like it, uh-huh. in your beef uh-huh. chilies. Uh-huh. So I I could see it happening and I'm, 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 it's one of those, if I had, if I ate sugar like that, I would actually go upstairs and try that. You know what? No, no. Be I right don't. back. No, what? No. Uh. Come on. Let's just do it. We're live. I'm not doing it. I'm not 
not whatever. saying you will. No, you ba- no, dude, no. you have like one. Okay, you could literally get a spinner wheel like in Vegas when they spin it for the win the money, and put every meal on there and spin it, fill it like seriously, fill it up. You 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 have this like minor thing of food that you eat. Anyway, on to our topic for the day. <laughs> Uh, she's threatening me now with a good time. All right, so Warner Brothers Discovery uh, is is has been in the news of late because of all of the different decisions and whatnot that David Zaslav, the CEO, has been making and various other people there in charge. Um, Cam, uh, fries and nuggies. Um, I don't I don't call them nuggies, but I I don't remember the last time I had a chicken nugget actually. Now that I think about it, um, I haven't. I, I don't remember the last time I went to McDonald's. I did have Sonic yesterday, but I don't remember the last time I went to a McDonald's. Hmm. I may have to. I may have to scooby do that and see uh, see when the last time I went. It's been years. It's probably since since my kid was a kid. So uh, Warner Brothers Discovery has been on a on a tear. David Zaslav being called Zaslav the Butcher in uh, in private uh, in private discussion threads because of the cuts that he's been making over there and the decisions that he's making. Uh, it started with the cancellation of Batgirl and the Scoob sequel and has just continued to spiral out. We've got shows of the CW. Well, before that, we had cancellations of the CW shows. We've had uh, we've had various different. Uh, projects that were in pre- development and pre-production get axed, like uh, Sasha Kelly's Supergirl project. There have been questions whether or not The Flash was going to move forward, and it does look like, so far at least, it looks like that's going to be still a thing. Because Ezra Miller is now getting professional medical mental health and, and, and maybe, maybe uh, ends up being better for it at the, at the end of all of this. But then we get the word that he that Warner Brothers is slashing a lot of animated projects. Uh, this is a cartoon brew. Warner Brothers Discovery has unceremoniously announced that it will be dropping a large number of titles from its HBO Max streaming service this week. The company provided no logical reason for why it's purging its animation catalog. In total, 37 titles, 25 of them animation, including several Max Originals, are on the cutting block. Here are all the animation titles being removed from the service. Aquaman King of Atlantis, which is not going to be any kind of a loss at all. Close Enough, Dodo, Elliot from Earth, Esme and Roy. I haven't even heard of any of these. Infinity Train is the one that's getting a lot of traffic. A lot of people are talking about Infinity Train. Yeah, it's... Noisy. Uh, Infinity Train is getting a lot of reaction. Little Ellen, Mau Mau Heroes of Pure Heart. I think that's the I think that's the Ninja Cat one. Messi goes to Aikido. Mia's Magic Playground. Mighty Magic Swords. My Dinner with Hervey. Odo. OKKO. OK Let's Be Heroes. The Ollie and Moon Show. Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures. Select Sesame Street episodes. I wonder which ones. Squish, Summer Camp Island, The Runaway Bunny, Tig and Seek, Uncle Grandpa, Victor and Valentino, Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. In a brief release, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery gave this explanation. As we work toward bringing our content catalogs together under one platform, 
we will be making changes to the content offering available on both HBO Max and Discovery Plus. That will include the removal of some content from both platforms. At the same time, we're already starting to bring our content catalogs together like the launch of the new CNN Originals Hub on Discovery Plus and a curated collection of Magnolia Network content coming soon to HBO Max. No further details have been offered about why these specific titles were cut or any future plans for the removed series. Cartoon Brew has reached out to Warner Brothers Discovery for comment but not immediately receive any response. There is speculation that Warner might auction off some of these shows to other platforms, as I have hinted at the possibility during the uh, second quarter earnings call. And that's, that's where I want to get to for this, because, you know, as much as you can discuss however much, th- you know, the changes and the cuts and everything else, I remind you all that there was an interview that Zaslav did a number of months ago where he talked specifically about their streaming strategy and said, we're not going to spend gobs of money on the streaming wars. He, he, I'm paraphrasing, of course. I don't think that as, as high up in the C-suite that he is, he's probably not saying gobs of money. But he's, he's looking at the cost of this stuff and he's sitting there saying, we're not going to outspend just to have the the top performing streaming platform it doesn't make financial sense and then when uh when batgirl got got canceled that was a tax related thing i'm sure i mean it does also happen to coincide with you know we have we have a person of it's it's another ginger-sided character you have a person of color playing Barbara Gordon. And look, she may she may very well be an extremely talented performer. No, I, I've never seen her in anything, so I don't know. But if you're doing if you're doing something that has source material, then you should be faithful to the source material. That's that's my thinking on it. You know, I'm not I'm not going to expect Marvel Comics and Marvel Studios to come in and get uh, get Ryan Reynolds to play Black Panther. You just don't do it. I mean, it's okay to go go one way, but it needs to be not okay anyway. <clears throat> this from TV Line, Batman series, Urkel holiday movie, among animated projects not moving forward at HBO Max, will be shopped. This is August 22nd, so this is two days ago when this article came out. Now, a piece of this headline has gone missing from the social media discourse. And I want to make sure that people understand that particular aspect of this because the reactions online have been, oh, Zaslav's slashing everything, everything's been canceled, and what are we going to do, and woe is me, and all of this. Batman Caped Crusader, which is the animated picture, the, the animated series that was coming from Bruce Timm, Bruce Timm of Batman the Animated Series, right? 15 months ago, received a series order from HBO Max and Cartoon Network is among six animated projects that are no longer being produced for HBO Max, sources confirmed for TV Line. TV Line hears that all six projects, mostly from Warner Brothers Animation, will continue production while they are shopped to other outlets. 
This news, of course, comes amid numerous programming changes at an in-transition HBO Max where some projects are being nixed and others that already stream on the service are being not so quietly removed. And as TV Line previously reported, there will be no fifth season of Young Justice since HBO Max had only ordered one season of the superhero team-up series and that original plan remains unchanged. So, <coughs> yes, yes, Hex Allen, you did hear the word. Hey, guys, that girl. Don't do that. If, if, you, if you own a website, if you run a website, if you design a website... Don't put auto-load on, folks, please. Um, so we've got, uh, let, me, let me go through here and look. There was, yes, uh, it's, it's an animated piece. It's called, Did I Do That to the Holidays? A Steve Urkel story. So that, uh, that, and and look, everybody is complaining. Oh, they cancel them. They cancel them. They didn't cancel them. They're just not going to be making them specifically for HBO Max. And I can understand why. Because money. Keely says, "Congratulations on 450 episodes. Thank you very much. I appreciate that." And you you go back to uh, you go back to the the second quarter earnings call. <sighs> Zaslav made it very clear, and the other guys, the vice president that was there, uh, Sheffield, I think is his name, and then the 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 finance guy, the, vi the vice president of finance, the, uh, the chief financial officer. They were all there, and they made it very clear that right now we're looking at the bottom line. We're looking at what, it, what everything costs and how to bring those costs down because when Warner Brothers Discovery became a thing, they acquired $43 billion in debt. So this is money that's already been spent by AT&T, Legacy Warner Media, is what they've been calling it. It's a completely different business entity, but the debt carries over to the new corporation, the new deal. So they got to get rid of 50 they got to get rid of 43 billion dollars of debt. And that's billions with a Carl Sagan B, billions of dollars. 43 billion dollars. How do we get rid of that expense? <coughs> so, let me let me give you a for instance because forty three billion dollars is really difficult to to wrap your head around for some people. It's a it's a number, but it's an abstract. Okay. Let me let me give you this scenario. Let's say that you're dating someone. And it's going really well. And you're going out all the time. And you're going to see, you know, you're going to the movies. You're going to concerts. You're going to the theater. You go out for steak dinner. You're spending, you know, fifty, sixty, hundred dollars a pop on a date. Maybe go to, you know, maybe go to the gun range. Who, who, who knows? Whatever your date night is. I mean, for us, it's a trip to Home Depot. But there's, there's various different ways 
that you go out, you have your you have your good time. Maybe you go go traveling for a weekend. You get an Airbnb somewhere. You go hotel expense or what? All of this stuff. This all costs money, and you're dating, and it's really great, and you're spending all this money. Now, as it gets more serious. And as you sit there and say, yo, maybe maybe this is somebody that I want to get married to. I want to hitch my wagon to this person. And we're going to go, go full time on this thing. You start discussing your finances. You'd better, before you get married, <clears throat> don't ask me how I know that. So you, you now have the conversation where you're sitting there saying, hey, okay, how much, how much are we going to be doing here uh, in terms of what we're going to owe? You know, credit card debt, student loan debt, house, and, you know, mortgage and, and car payments and all this. Because you, you got you to have a family household budget, right? So let's say you get into this thing and you and, you, you and your partner, you and your, your spouse, your significant other, you cohabitate, you get into the same household and one of you has $43,000 in school debt. Or $43,000 in credit card debt. Or $43,000 in some kind of a debt you owe somewhere. This is now something that both of you have to service. You both have to service the debt. The new business entity, the new model, this new household, absorbs and assumes that debt. So now you got to pay that off somehow, right? You've got, you're responsible for that. For me, here, when Minnie and I get, got married, I brought my student loan debt with me. Right now, it's currently sitting in for about $41,000. My first marriage, when I got into that, I had a lot of credit card debt. A lot of credit card debt that she didn't know about. That did not go well. So you have this new this new organization that has to service the obligations of the previous organizations. And now, let's say, okay, you're married, and now you have this $43,000 debt, this $43,000 bill that you've got to pay. Then, how do you do that? Because you can't just print money. You can't just write a check. There has to be some way of actually covering this, these payments, right? So, you look and you say, and, and we've, got, we've got data out there that people are doing this now. You have people that are reevaluating where they spend their money. Am I going to spend my money on $45 steaks? Am I going to, you know, go out to, you know, the concerts and the theater and everything else? Not so much. You start reallocating your resources because you have a job, you have an income, and that's that's a limited fixed amount. However much money you've got coming in is what you've got to spend on, on all of the stuff that you're doing, whether it's utility bills, cable bills, streaming ch channels, and now this debt. Warner Brothers Discovery is facing the same kind of thing. We've got this new... Yeah, what is, yeah Cab, what is this This foolish financial responsibility? It's even worse for corporations because you get this thing called fiduciary responsibility, a, a, a fiduciary obligation, and yes, the... 
everybody has some debt somewhere, right? I'll say it that way. There's a fiduciary duty in corporations to do everything they can, everything possible, in order to maximize profit for the shareholders. That's, that's, a, that's a requirement. That's an obligation. It's one of the things that's been discussed with this whole Elon Musk Twitter thing is the fact that the, share, the, the shareholders ultimately are the ones that everybody's got to be thinking about in terms of how much money we make. Because I'm making this money for the shareholders. So in order to do that, you have to re rearrange the formula so that more money is coming in than going out. It's just like you you get married, you figure out you've got debt, suddenly you have these bills to pay whether it's you know insurance, hospital, whatever. So somebody takes a second job or a third job or you work overtime or you know different different ways that you bring in more income. You have to bring in more money so you can service that debt. And Zaslav made it very clear in the second quarter earnings call that that's exactly what they're going to be doing with all of this stuff because Warner Brothers is going to be making a product, and I hate to use that word, they're going to be using, they're going to make content, television, movies, cartoon, video games, all of this stuff. And he sits there and says... Why limit ourselves to just one channel of distribution? It, if, it, if it makes more sense financially, then this widget is going to be sold over here. And if it makes sense financially for us to keep it in-house and put it on HBO Max, then that widget stays on HBO Max. But if we see an opportunity where we can take something like an animated Batman series, and sell it, license it, make money off of it to offset our cost. Because if Warner Brothers Discovery makes this TV series and Warner Brothers Discovery puts that TV series on HBO Max, they're not making any, uh, any extra money. Because Warner Brothers could pay HBO Max for it, or HBO Max could pay Warner Brothers for it, but that's just money shifting divisions inside the house. That's, that's, me, that's me pulling money out from under the mattress in the bedroom, in, in the master bedroom, and taking it and putting it under the couch cushion. You know, that doesn't do any good. That doesn't, that doesn't increase your income. What you got to do is you've got to have somebody else from outside the Warner Brothers Discovery group Paying for this. Paying for the rights to distribute that product. So if it's Paramount Plus, or if it's Apple, or if it's uh, Netflix, or wh where, wherever it makes sense, you're going to sit there and say, okay, give me the money, I'll let you have, I'll let you have this cartoon. And Zazlav is looking at income to pay off the debt. <laughs> Snob says, I hear the couch pays more interest. I know a few couches that could tell some stories if they paid attention and showed interest, but, you know, that's, that's not this kind of show. So anyway, all right, so, so that's... 
from from a business standpoint, I can completely understand why why Zaslav would sit there and say we're not going to make these exclusive to HBO Max because they don't make any money doing it that way. And we have forty three billion dollars of debt now. In that second quarter earnings call, they did say that we already have identified x and so number of ways and things that we can do to bring to to chop six billion off of that. So okay. Now they're at $37 billion. But the way this thing is being portrayed in the media, and the way this thing is being handled on social media, it just, I mean... Gah. People are just blowing a gasket over this stuff. And it's very clear. It's very clear that these... These armchair quarterbacks have no idea, no idea at all what they're talking about because I just it just doesn't make any sense. And, and, and it's not just the animated stuff. I need to look, see if I can find it because I just I just saw it the other day. I mean, we're looking at we're looking at the stuff for, you know, what's going on over at CNN which is also owned by Warner Brothers Discovery. You've got uh, the the question of the ad tiers, the, you know, the ad-supported version of these things, which apparently is not going to be as profitable as everybody first expected. Culture Casino's got a video on that this morning. So the prices are going up, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get more for your money. It just means prices are going up like Dave mentions. But then you also have here, in the midst of all of this restructuring, you also have executives over at uh, Oprah's network getting laid off. Four, four, uh, four corporate executives being laid off over there. So it's not just the animated stuff. It's where are we losing money? And <coughs> that also includes DC Comics. Uh, Wes over at Thinking Critical got a video out over the weekend. He's got people telling him, because uh, eventually everybody was t- saying, eventually Zaslav's got to come around and look at DC Comics. When is he going to look at DC Comics? Well, apparently it's already happened. According to Wes and his sources inside the inside the machine, he's he's got somebody who's in accounting who apparently knows some people in accounting over at Warner's. Somebody in management higher up, not necessarily Zaslav, but somebody over there at Warner Brothers Discovery has contacted the folks what in charge at DC Comics and have said, give us your financials. Show us your sales records. Show us your numbers. And, of course, editors are like, well, how, how far back do we need to go? Because we've got about 30 years of data, probably, in, in sales. So let's, let's take a look, shall we? And I don't think it's any coincidence that we've got two titles coming from Jeff Johns at DC Comics now. 
because Jeff Johns, whatever whatever anybody th- says about him or thinks about him or whatever Ray Fisher says about him, Jeff Johns sells books. Jeff Johns is an excellent comic book writer. He's a recognizable name. Jeff Johns is going to sell a whole lot more books than, than Vita Ayala will or Mags Visaggio. Max can keep going and doing the tarot card readings, and that's fine. The talent, like Perch was saying the other day, you throw a bunch of money into it and attract better talent, you make a better product, and people are going to want to buy it. Jeff Johns will sell books. Nothing in DC Comics' current lineup has been in the top 100 for sales in a while. That includes the Batman stuff. If I, if I understand that right. I, am, I might have that wrong. But DC has not been a contender. They're losing money. Because you've got people like Tom King who are writing Drek. Tom King was in the CIA, by the way. As he likes to remind us. Or you have, you know, you have these nothing burger events dark crisis on infinite earths is the new thing that's going on right now nobody's buying that but what from what wes was saying the corporate guys at warner brothers discovery are already looking at dc comics and it's entirely possible that one of two things could happen either they clean house and fire everybody including jim lee Or they cut back and do it gradually and get rid of certain, you know, they, you know, by attrition. As your contract goes out, we're not going to renew your contract and we cut down on the line. Or they sell DC Comics altogether. Or they license DC Comics so that other people can print and write and publish Batman stories and Wonder Woman stories. Kind of like the deal that Marvel set up with IDW. Which didn't really sell all that well anyway. Because, again, it goes back to if your product is no good and nobody's buying it, it's not going to matter who's making it. Whether it's DC doing it or if it's Boom Studios doing it or IDW or Marvel or whoever. If you've got people in the creative process who are not delivering the goods, people don't show up. They sit there and go, no, I don't want to have anything to do with this. Gabby Rivera threatened me with a baseball bat online. I don't want to have anything to do with anything written by Gabby Rivera. That's where we are. And Zaslav is one of those people who is, who understands that you're making a widget. The widget needs to appeal to the broadest general market. How many people will buy this widget? You don't limit yourself and sit there and say, well, pff, if you don't want my widget, then, then you're a bigot. You don't insult your customer base. And, yeah, it's... Robert mentioned it earlier in the chat. It doesn't, look like, it doesn't look like he's a Republican or a conservative. He's not. He's a capitalist. He's in, he's in for the money. And I think it was Neon that posted over the weekend his his political donations have not been to Republicans. You can't look at this through the prism and the filter of politics. This is this is profit and loss. 
And right now, Warner Brothers Discovery has a lot of loss, and they've got to they've got to plug all of the leaky holes in the boat before it sinks. It may be too late, but if they cut out all of the dead wood, they cut the fat, and they get rid of all of the people who are not producing, maybe there's a chance to save it, and maybe that means that they keep DC Comics. Maybe DC Comics doesn't go bankrupt. Or go away altogether. Because that's a possibility at some point, maybe. Yeah, what about makes a point about Ezra Miller? I don't, I don't think... And this is, this is me on the outside looking in. I don't think that the Ezra Miller thing is that easy. I think Zaza, again, this comes down to money. How much money have we put into this project? This is not something that they can write off as easily as they can write off Batgirl. They, they just can't. It's on a completely different scale. And I would imagine that some of that is driven by contracts. Because if you're making a, if you're making a movie for HBO Max, this specifically this little two-hour two you know, two movie, for a streaming service and nobody's going to watch it and you're only you're only 90 million in that's a whole lot different from theatrical motion picture with all sorts of things written into the contract with regard to residuals and points and back end stuff and participation and all this other other stuff so it could very well be that they're over a barrel with the Flash. We have to be able to release this somehow so we don't get dragged into court for breach of contract on all of these actors and performers and, and directors and producers and everything else. I think they're obligated at this point to get that movie out, which is why Ezra Miller is going to seek help because reasons. It doesn't have... A lot to do. It's it's not, it's not just about the money. But for Zaslav, it's about the money more than anything else. Yes, Ezra Miller needs help, and yes, Ezra Miller needs to suffer the consequences of his actions and choices. And if, wait, will we fair? All of this stuff is alleged accusations that have been pr printed up in the media. If he's guilty of a crime, he needs to suffer the consequences for that. Absolutely. No question. And we've, we need somebody else playing Barry Allen. And all of the rumors point to that being the case. This is Ezra Miller's last time playing The Flash. But they are so deep into this because this movie is... 200 250 million dollars in seven years of development this thing's got to go out there's so much expense tied up in this thing they have to get it they have to put it out somehow i don't know we'll see we'll see what do you um oh uh um yes yes i'm willing to sacrifice to try this you're willing to sacrifice to try what pepperoni on oreo you're actually going to do that? Okay, well, why don't you get into your into your shot there a little bit more? I, I, will, I will let you have the floor there, folks. There's now, I, I, I did because the picture had a lot. It's not as skinny as one little slice, so I put a few slices in there. Is that okay? 
It looked like the from the picture. It looked like maybe you have the equivalent of two of those. Two of those. Okay. Mm, that's okay. what it looked like there, maybe. So something more like that. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Not that it matters to me, but. Well, now I got to get this Oreo split properly because up. <sighs> there you go. Did it come clean? All right. Hey, there we go. There, there we, we go. go. All right. See now. Now, what about is is saying don't do it, don't do it. I'm I'm let, this is why this is why I'm letting her do it, not me. I this that I there's no way that I'm going to be doing this. Okay, guys. So, well, you also know I eat weird things. Yes, you do. This is this is the woman. <coughs> yes. <clears throat> Go ahead. All right, folks. This is the woman who actually we sat down one time, and found a found a burger joint late. Open late. It was one of the very few places we could go, and the burger that she got had an egg and peanut butter on it. It also had sriracha and stuff like that. It was uh, like having pad thai. So do do this, do this, and then and, and then it wasn't a lot of peanut butter. They just had a nice little layer of it on uh -huh, there. Uh -huh. <sighs> All right, guys. So here we go. Woohoo. Um, the things we do for ratings, right? <laughs> you know, you know what we should have done. You know what we should have done. We should have had. We should have had a super chat challenge. $5, five dollars uh, $5 super chat to say do it. $5 super chat to say don't do it and have a vote. Ah, see, missed opportunity. That's, that's All right, guys. You know I'll try everything. Super chat it. Mm. I'll no, get it and no, do it on no, air. No, 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 no. Let's not go down that road. <laughs> no, 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 no. Slippery slope there, folks. Here, here, here's what we are going to do, though. Since it is 450, <coughs> and since we're close to the end, I, we'll, we'll extend this out for a little bit. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put in a, uh, a link. We're going to take a break, and... I'm going I'm going to we're going to take your calls after the break. I'm putting I'm putting the StreamYard link pinned to the chat. Those of you who would like to call into the show, uh you can do that while we take a break and get set up for that and uh we will continue our program an extended edition ish. Right after this, don't go anywhere. Our transmitters are made from hand wavium. This is Sci Fi for Me Radio. It's like, what? okay, hold on. You've got somebody, and all he does is put on some glasses and slicks back his hair, and nobody knows who he is. Nobody recognizes him. It's, 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 it's like that, that, uh, that scene in, in the Green Lantern movie where she looks at him and is like, how? You know, like, you just put on a mask and you expect me not to recognize you? The H2O Podcast, Monday night at 8, only on Sci-Fi For Me TV. 
Good Morning Multiverse, Saturday morning at 11, 10 Central, only on Sci-Fi For Me TV. Back live from the bunker, Jason Hutt here along with all of you in the chat. We are live. As as I go through things, we're refreshing some graphics and whatnot and, and see what happens. But yeah, I wanted to I wanted to just let people know we're still here. What what are you laughing about? I had someone on another little channel here um, make comment over what I just ate. I I could have some comments over what you just ate, but I'm not gonna. Uh, Snob sounds sounds like you're starting an OnlyFans. We've actually <coughs> debated whether or not to do a uh, for the dog an only an office dog OnlyFans, but you know what it would it would consist of? It would be sleeping video i mean it's just him yes but he has a way of flipping up and showing the world well yeah that's that's true we, i mean we could do fun the money would be worth video. it there i don't for know. some dogs i don't i don't know i don't that's the way it goes all right so uh so here we are 450 and <coughs> counting i think I think we may do something special for 500. I mean, 500 is kind of a big deal, and it would give me a it would give me an excuse to use that Harry Mud clip from I Mud from the episode of Star Trek where he says number 500. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things. One of those things. I yeah, and and yeah. What about you? Said you know. We would, any anybody else would be locked up for some of the stuff that Ezra Miller has done, and you know certainly there have been there have been charges as reported. We've got people saying that you know charges have been leveled against him. So at some point he's going to have to face the music. He has to. At least we hope so. But yeah, I'm I'm all for you know he's he's clearly demonstrated. Uh, that he's got some mental issues there, and he should he should get help. I'm glad that he's getting help. I hope that he gets help. It's it's certainly better than the outcome that I was anticipating. I figured that he would be assuming room temperature by now. It's good that he's not. Well, I'm glad just, that he's not. Hopefully, it's just not lip service. <clears throat> well, and that's the way a lot of this ends up sometimes being. It's lip service, and you know he'll never. He'll never pay for what he did or does. Maybe. Maybe. Look at, okay, look, it's Hollywood. They never do. It, well, yeah. I mean, it's like Alec Baldwin. <clears throat> I never pulled the trigger. But at the same time, there, for, for every Alec Baldwin, you've got, a, you've got a Will Smith. I mean, Will Smith is, is suffering consequences for the slap still. So, who knows? Maybe, maybe there are consequences for some stuff. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. It just, uh, it's just different, different day, different, uh, different argument. Who knows what's going to happen? Right? 
Well, speaking of consequences, I did eat this, as everybody saw here. And I have to say, I could see where it could work. However, the chocolate is a little overwhelming and you don't, maybe a spicier meat would uh -huh. throw in a little bit. No <coughs> different than having um, some of your chocolates or truffles that have peppers in it or something. Um, I mean, I, I love a spicy chocolate like that. So maybe if it was a spicier piece of meat on the inside, this could work because you got that sweet and spicy. However, unfortunately with what I ate, the chocolate is just a little too overwhelming. Okay. And it wasn't until I got into like the second bite that I started actually tasting any of the pepperoni. All right. So well, there's possible speaki hope. Speaking speaking of, of sweet and spicy, uh, we we have you our first talk more about me. Sci-fi snob is is joining us in uh, in the call. Welcome, sir. How you doing? It's been a while. Great. Um, hang on. Oh wait, I should oh. unmute myself. There, there it is. It's on your end. I see how it is. There we go. Yeah. Weasels. How are you? Good. 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 And uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Sounds like you're gonna start a only fans there with this eating you <laughs> no, know no. paying people to do things online that's may not no. want to go down that road no i don't i don't i definitely do not want to go down that road wasn't I, there someone who did that with like pickle or something you sent it to me make a lot of money though i, I we wouldn't because pickles <laughs> and peanut butter not, nothing else that we've done is made as anybody so i don't know um uh, uh christopher hoffman's asking about oreo and chorizo Ooh, uh, is a little more spicy. My chorizo is Might frozen right now, so I can unthaw it. Sorry, I just put something in my mouth. Yes, I yes you <laughs> did. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn your microphone off for now. All right, so 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 snob, how are things going with you up in the up in the in the Great White North up there? Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, we uh, had our first snowfall last week, so uh, things are starting to get to winter. So yeah. Battening down the hatches and everything. Yeah. So uh, you and I have been talking. I'm kidding. We're not that far north. Well, I mean, global warming, right? Yeah, global warming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not that far north, so. And you and no, I have been, been talking. it's been pretty, pretty boring up here. Yeah, well, we've been talking about uh, having you at Edmonton Expo uh, uh, to cover that. Are you doing any coverage of any of this stuff over on your channel what are you talking about over there because i haven't, I haven't uh not not yet i've i'm looking to fire things up again you know but i got to be careful because of the government so you know they're always after me yeah. the government the uh the various uh those various groups that are always trying to you know find the uh time travelers they're a real pain in the butt so you got to be careful <laughs> but yeah i've been thinking a lot about uh doing some little comments uh back on uh, talking about various um, shows that are going on. I've been watching uh, Sandman recently. Yeah? How, how yeah, is that going? Uh, I've seen I've seen mixed mixed reviews of that. Uh, it's it's pretty good. Um, I got another two more episodes to finish it off. There's 11. Um, the casting's pretty good. Um, I, I tried reading the comic book when it first came out, and I couldn't get through it. So 
Um, I can't remember. It was a couple of years ago. I can't remember why I couldn't get through it, but uh, maybe it was a bit slow. But the show seems to be moving pretty good. Uh, the um, so far, there's. It looks like there's about is. It's sort of two with this eleven episode arc. It looks like it's about sort of two separate stories. Like not separate, but you know, um, a, there seems a to be the first. Plot. No, um, like uh, one plot, but the first four or five episodes sort of uh, finish off a plot. I got you. And the second one looked like they're going to finish off another plot. So the first, you know, uh, the Sandman, he starts out, he's lost his, uh, he's lost his, gets captured, he's lost his tools of his trade, and then he resolves that issue, and now he's got another, you know, I don't want to give too much away, another issue to resolve. But, um, you know, I'm a fan of uh, the, I wouldn't, necessarily call it a cult but the um the sort of the religious uh, stories um things that use you know angels and demons you know the uh, other worlds right uh that kind of thing so it i think it's pretty good i think it's worth watching um you know if you if you're interested in that sort of thing um the, the guy playing the sandman i don't know his name uh, he looks like the sandman he's really white mm-hmm. and yep. skinny and the, he looks like you'd think the sandman would look yeah, um, I, the, the physicality of, of that particular character, I think they, they got r- as close as they're going to be able to get. Now, a lot of people have been complaining about death being race-swapped, but you're coming at it having not read the books, so you don't have that frame of reference. That's true. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, death is a... I mean, she's in about... She, there's sort of one episode that's dedicated to her, She's a black woman. Um, I don't really, you know, didn't really doesn't really bother me. Um, Death is played as she's a. Um, what she's trying to do is, she says that people need a friendly face when they die, and she provides that. So right. that's a whole. It's just about a, you know, it's about a one episode um, situation where the Sandman is kind of he's lost his. I don't want to say mojo, but you know, he's kind of like. He, it's after he escapes and he's kind of, uh, what's going on? I'm, I'm kind of like, he, you know, he had a purpose trying to get his tools back. He gets his tools back. So now he's a little bit listless and, you know, trying to figure out what to do. Because he spent like 100 years captured sitting there doing nothing. So she kind of helps him out uh, getting him back on track. But also we see how she operates. Um, I didn't, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of the characters in it are... You know, unusual. Uh, you know, this is not normal people. They are all, you know, you know, people who are short and different in different ways. Um, but you know, you would think that, you know, these people aren't real people anyway, so they would be weird looking. I think this is a good place if you want to put in weird looking, you know, ugly. Um, no, I'm not saying they're ugly, but. You put you. This is a good chance Not to your put in your conventional, ugly, uh, conventional, yeah, unconventional people. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good spot for them, and and they fit into the story. So, yeah, I didn't have a, I didn't have a problem with with her. But like I said, she's got. It's only one about a one episode uh, that she's involved so far. Anyway, um, there's a bigger plot. Uh, they're leading up to a bigger plot, obviously. And again, like I haven't read it, but. They're uh, bit, uh, leading up to a bigger plot with um, dis- desire and despair, mm-hmm. which are two of um, dreams, uh, 
siblings, right? Death, desire, despair, and dream are the the four I, under, I, I understand. Yeah. So they're leading up to another plot with that, obviously, for a second season, it seems to me. So I'm assuming they're going to, you know, in the next two episodes, they're going to sort out the problem they're having right now with a uh, dream vortex. And then after that, they'll be, you know, they'll get into more in another season if it goes to that. Yeah, but yeah, I would uh, I would recommend it. Um, it was pretty good. It's pretty good so far. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we've. Uh, I'm going to put your channel in the chat because you need to get back on the horse and and start making some videos again. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, here here dragging. it is. Nine months is is according to this the last time you put a video out. So. Get cracking, sir. Mm, that's about right. Oh, geez, I'm I'm feeling all now. I'm <laughs> I'm feeling all uh, pressure. Oh, of course we could we could bring, now. you know uh, put five dollars in the super chat to tell 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 snob not to do a video. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of yeah. That's Ten dollars to change the avatar. No, who knows? I mean, you, know, uh, you could run you know, all those things. That's a that's a picture of. Well, that's not a picture of me, but I happen <laughs> right. to look exactly like that. But that's not my picture. But there you go. Yeah, I look exactly like that. Well, maybe yeah, we can so. get it right now. I see three hundred and three subscribers. Let's see if we can get that up to three twenty-five in in the next few. Three hundred. Wow, that's yeah. been uh, it's been going up. Your numbers have been see, going up. I, see, and you haven't I even told been you paying this before. attention. You don't put anything in there, and then people come and. <laughs> Right. The less you put up, I'm going to race the whole channel, and I'll probably have a, b a billion subscribers. <laughs> That's how that works, isn't it? All right, sir. Well, thanks very much for stopping in, and I do appreciate you being in here in the chat and leaving your your comments and your and your singular wit in uh, in the conversations. It's always good to have you around. All right. Thanks a lot. Cool. All right. And the chat is, I mean, the, the StreamYard thing is there. The link is there for anybody who wants to be in uh, in the show. Uh, we're just past our regular hour, but we're going to keep uh, we're going to keep going here for just a little bit. Uh, Robert says Snob is actually the minister of silly walks. Um, I guess maybe. Who knows? We'll see. So. Um, I've never seen Snob walk. I've, I've not met Snob. I don't know if he does a silly walk or not. Possibly. Y'all should go subscribe to his channel and request a silly walk video. That could be, that could be how he returns to his, his YouTube channel with a silly walk video. That's that's what we do here, right? All right. Also, we got a new caller and somebody else coming to the stream. Cam one one three eight, who doesn't have an avatar, doesn't have a camera, doesn't have any kind of a picture. Mystery man. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Cam? Good. I just wanted to uh, pop in and just uh, say that I appreciate you guys and all the shows you do. Um, I think you guys make some really high quality stuff, <laughs> and uh, I hope to see you uh, grow further. I appreciate that. I I really do. I see uh, I see you in the in the chat and the conversations a number of a number of times, and it's always good to have you with us as well. Because I'm I'm glad to have people come back <laughs> because I guess it is, you know, it it does reinforce that we're kind of doing something that people like. But it's always nice to hear that. It's very gracious of you to say. So what? 
Oh, you're. Oh, Mrs. Boss wants to say something. Well, and it's one of those things that when we do talk about our shows, that I do point out that I like that. Yeah, we may not have you know a hundred people in our chat, but we have those who always come back and bring great conversation every time. It's a guarantee that we know that when we come in, we're going to have y'all with us and it's, it's going to be good. And so, yeah. Well, I like also the fact that, you know, there's not, not just the, the, um, the interaction with us, but with each other. So you have, uh, you have, you know, all of you guys talking to each other in the chat as well as talking to us because, you know, that that kind of interaction, that kind of networking, especially for those of you who are creators of things. Um, you know, I see Hex Allen in, in the in the chat. He's got he's he's making comic books. So if you have those kind of interactions, that kind of networking, that kind of discussion with other people that just builds on your ability to reach. Uh, reach more people with your particular endeavor, your creative project. So it's always good to have that as well. So Cam, I'm I'm glad to have you with us. It's always good to have you uh, as part of the conversation. We'll help you stick around and, and spread the word. So, are you are you creating anything? Are you an indie indie anything? No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm a uh, the opposite of a creative person. I'm a technical person. So. A tech person. Okay. What do you do, or, or should I ask? Is it is beat it, the weasels? Beat the weasels. <laughs> uh, I'm an engineer. Ah, okay, all right. Well, uh, again, it's always always good to have you around. And I do appreciate uh, I do appreciate you stopping in and saying nice things about us. It's it's nice to get an ego stroke every now and again. <laughs> Very uh, good. Okay, so there is Cam one one three eight. Now we talked about Hex Allen. Hex Allen joins us. Hex Allen Comics. Welcome, hey. sir. How's it going? Oh, howdy! Good to be here. Speaking of which, Mrs. Boss, if you could look and get the link to our interview with him, and we pop that in the chat so people can see, because we've talked about your <laughs> your comic book projects. So, how are things going? Oh, great! Uh, actually, I, I, the first comic. Uh, this one right here, <laughs> it's going to go, it's going to print. Uh, I should, I'm expected to, to pick up the, uh, the print run, uh, this Friday. Very cool. Nephilim Squadron. Nephilim Squadron. Uh, mind-bending sci-fi action. Now, uh, is, is that... <laughs> hey. <laughs> Somebody's excited about that book. No. It's so a squirrel. Is that uh, is that squirrel. is that what 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 stock paper is that printed on? That looks like it's pretty it's pretty uh, heavy stock all the way through. Yeah, this is heavier stock, but the the final print is going to be on a, a more a smoother uh, stock. That's I forget what it's called, but it, it it'll it'll allow it to be a, a to lay flatter. Okay. And eventually, these these do get flatter, but this is just like so hot off the press. It's like yeah, and you know got it little gap in the middle but <laughs> cam's asking where is that available are you still funding uh, yeah well yeah the currently the the one that's funding now is is the the color graphic novel it's thicker than this this one was uh i campaigned and closed the campaign last year and i'm finally fulfilling 
Uh, this is just a preview of the special preview edition of the uh, of the 80-page graphic novel, and that's on Indiegogo. It's the same name, but it's called Volume 1, Nephilim Squadron Volume 1. This is Chapter 1. All right, let me pull that up here, because there yeah. is... And, uh, you know, I just want to let you know that, uh, well, you probably already know, <laughs> that uh, this channel, uh, you guys are... You're, Criminally underwatched, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys? I haven't really follow your views. Do you, you? I think you just deserve a lot more than than what you know. A lot more recognition well, for I, what you guys do. I appreciate that. Yeah, we we average, depending on the show, depending on which program it is that we're talking about. We we average anywhere from twenty to fifty views per video, maybe. I mean, it'd be nice to have a couple two, three zeros after that, but you know, it's it it goes back to uh, what we've talked about before. Uh, Charlie Daniels' autobiography was never look at the empty seats, and you know, we could sit here and we could we could jaw all we want and commiserate all we want about you know how how all of these people are everywhere else and and not enough people are coming over here, but that takes away from the people who are showing up, you know, people who keep coming back and, and do appreciate what we're doing here. So we're always glad to have you. And that's what we focus on. Yeah. So, you, know, you just got to keep on trucking. <laughs> I guess so. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's our, we're on, we're in year 13 and a half of our 15 year overnight success program. That's, that's, how, <laughs> yeah. I, that's how I describe it. So that's where we are. So. Mm. I know that's that's what I'm doing. I'm on that plan. <laughs> now, Cam, Cam has put the link to the current uh, program, uh, the current campaign. It is in demand. Uh, uh, do you have you. a Do you have a deadline? Do you have an end date when you're going to take it out of uh, in demand for this? When do you stop uh, taking orders? Well, originally I was, was going to end it at the beginning of of uh, next year, um, but. Uh, I'm going to probably extend it a little past that, past the, uh, few, maybe a few months after into the next year. And then I'll, I'll close it down. All right. Cause you got to get working on volume two, right? Uh, no, I haven't started volume two. I was thinking of, uh, doing something, uh, else in between, maybe like a superhero sort of thing, a, a one shot sort of, um, smaller project. Uh, just to give myself a breather and uh, you know show everyone that I I'm not just the Nephilim Squadron guy. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, what kind of what kind of response have you been getting on this one so far? I mean, you, it look, you got you got fully funded, right? Uh, yeah, it's fully funded, and uh, I just have to finish uh, volume one. It's it's more than halfway done, but um, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to. Thinking probably shipping next year. It was originally uh, it was going to be October, but with uh, doing the fulfillment for this one, is it's it's um, I want to make sure everything goes right, so I want to take my time with it, and then I, I don't want to start shipping uh, the volume one around holiday time because that's the, you know it's a cluster F. But oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till like after next year to. Robert, Robert in the chat says that if you're interested, Starcrossed Comics 
formerly the Tribulation Task Force, is looking for writers, artists, and creatives to work on their comic line. So maybe that's a maybe that's another possibility there that you can explore while you're while you're oh, yeah. waiting yeah. for Nephilim number two. So. <laughs> All right, oh, sir. Yeah. It's yeah. Thanks for for letting me jump on here. Thanks for being in here, and uh, good luck with everything, and, and congratulations on getting your proof from the printer, and, yeah. and can't wait to see what the actual books look like. That'll look good. Oh, it's, it's like having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, well, men can get pregnant now these days, right? So it's... Uh, uh, bir birthing persons. Birthing persons. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, birthing uh, persons. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Mel. Have, have a chat. good day. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> All right, Later. so, so, so it's it's one of those things, and that and that is something that we've talked about before. The fact that we have regulars in our audience, we have people that keep coming back, and you guys are the reason that we're here. You're, you're the reason that we keep doing this, e even even if it's just fifteen, twenty people. I mean, right now I see right now uh, YouTube is showing that I've got thirteen people watching this video. And we have people that will listen to this as a podcast. We'll get, you know, 30 or 40, 50 downloads, depending on how what the topic is, which show it is. And it's, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's not a huge number. It's not a lot of people, but that's okay. You know, it's, we're not doing this for, I mean, okay. <clears throat> If I'm <laughs> snobs is where the reason I keep wasting my time. I don't see it as a waste of time. Um, there have been moments of frustration. I'll admit that. Sure. I mean, that's that's just that's just how it is. But I, I remind myself that you guys do keep coming back for whatever reason. So we got to be doing something right. And eventually, yes, I would love to be making enough money that I could pay the staff and we could actually start to grow this thing and, and become this media juggernaut. But at the same time, I'm, I, I look at people like George Lucas and, and George Lucas's career is kind of a cautionary tale. Be very careful what you wish for because you could very well become the, the thing you tried to fight. You know, uh, be a you die a hero or live long enough to be the villain, right? And you you look at some of these other channels that are blowing up; they're getting all of this stuff, but at the same time, they get dragged into all of this drama from all quarters. It's not just you know, Comics Gate versus Anti Comics Gate or anything else. It's everybody digging on everybody. You know, it's crabs in a bucket and. I I just I just don't want to do that kind of thing. And yes, now uh, I I do have plenty of time. I got lots of clocks in the background. Um, that's London to Sydney, in that uh, in that row, all those all those clocks back there. Because you know, news, right? This is the newsroom or of sorts. This is the studio where we do the news. Uh, speaking of which, that's uh, that's a good chance for me to uh, to. Pimp out our news Saturday morning. Good morning, Multiverse, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central. It's live. It generally runs about two hours. And we pack in lots of headlines from the week. Science fiction, fantasy, horror, video games, comic books, uh, movies, TV, books, 
all of that covered in those two hours, including events and weather forecast for events coming up. Uh, Mindy is always working on that events list. We're si- we, we adjusted the number the other day. You said it was where we're at now. Well, unfortunately, because I have been going through to verify that everything we have is active, our full count as of right now for the, con- uh, the list is about... Oh, what did I say it was? 20, 20 24. It was 25, 2460-ish. I'm pulling it up now. Um, but at the same time, on the other side, <coughs> we, because I have been going through, and I'm only in the G's right now, but the ones that are on my other list that I'm going through... Um, we're at 2465. Okay. The other list that I am going through, we have over a thousand events that I can guarantee have been active in some way, shape or form. So either they've had an event this last year during 2022, or they have one that's scheduled for 23 or their social media, they may have not had an event this year or, you know, they're still trying to figure out how to come back from, you know, being shut down. But their social media is active and the people who run the conventions are active on there. So I, I'll take that over, you know, a Facebook or a Twitter page that hasn't seen anything since 2020. Right. Because you know, just let us know you're alive and that you're thinking of things still. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I, I, I try, you know, I try to do my homework a little bit and do some digging before I just scratch it off because well, that's not fair to them if we have, you know, people looking at our list. But at the same time, if they're not there, then they shouldn't be on my list either. Yeah, well, and I and I got to, to digging through and deleting a bunch of stuff off of my phone the other day. And I, I have a number of screen captures <laughs> of various different events that we still haven't gone through any of that stuff. So pro- probably what I'm going to end up doing just to save everybody some time and hassle, I'm probably going to just write down that <laughs> list. Instead of sending you all those screenshots because there's, a I don't lot. know, a hundred of them or so. But yeah, we'll, we'll go through it and make sure that all of those are on the list too. So, Well, and the nice thing is, is as I am going through these, um, you know, like I said, I've got over a thousand now. The calendar is filling up. And I'm not talking about just the last few months of the year that we have here. I'm talking about next year. 2023 is is good filling up so you know for everybody who has been you know wanting to get back into the convention scene or anything like that you are definitely going to be able to have your chance it's a lot it's a lot (laughs) and if you go over if you go over to uh to our dot com let me uh let me pull that up here to show people where they can find us and where they can find that list, because if you go over to our, uh, if let me see, pop that, and if you go over to our .com, so sci-fi for me .com, and click on the events tab at the top. <coughs> Wait, convention list. 
Well, how do why do we have an events and a convention list button? Who did that? You're the one that does this stuff. I just do what I need to do. Oh, 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 I get it. Okay, I got it. I, I know what that is. That's that's a category that's a category specific for news articles related to events. Okay, so <laughs> that's what it is. So the convention list tab. Click on the convention list tab and you will find on the dot com you will find an events calendar. This is a Google calendar embedded in the page. All of those are events. Those are those are comic cons of some sort, horror conventions, science fiction conventions, cosplay conventions, anime conventions. All of those are are listed here. And it is all color coordinated, so you know, if you're looking specifically for you know, horror, look for that color. So yeah. it's easier to go through. And then the alphabetical list that goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on I mean this is a very long list like like uh, like Mindy said we've got 2000 2465 currently and these are not just the corporate things these are the um, these are library events these are school activities these are you know the the one the one conference room and the hotel conventions any of that stuff all, it, you know we're we're listing all of them and horror is i believe orange is it not um well i know what it is yeah. when i go on google but it's it's, it's a little orange, different on it's orange this. in this it's orange in this screen um purple is well red is the virtual green is the science fiction non-horror conventions and and orange is horror so that's and if it's a, a virtual horror it's not red it's another color but yeah let me let me see it's been a minute since we've had a virtual horror convention they've embraced the plague yeah so i mean we've <laughs> got we've got quite a few i mean the, where this is march of 2023 right here this is april so, like like Mindy said, the the calendar is filling up as we get to this. Now, the other thing too is we're also <coughs> we're also looking at uh, getting back to uh, events ourselves. Uh, and yeah, synopsis live conventions are coming back, and it's you know we want to get out to various different events, and we want to broadcast from the floor like we did at Worldcon, like we did at Planet Comic Con, and uh, that takes resources not just the convention sitting there saying well yeah you can have a booth space we'll give you the power and we'll give you internet but you know there's travel expenses and there's accommodations and and getting there and paying for food and making sure that everybody can can and lots of tylenol lots of tylenol lots of ibuprofen um i imagine that i'll i'll probably need uh, to take the uh the electric heating blanket with me the next time we do one of these things because it does take a lot uh and and we we love doing it it's it's it was going to be <laughs> yeah lozenges it was going to be our new model that was going to be the thing because when we did worldcon and then we did planet we had people asking us is this going to be the new thing that you guys do from now on because it's very similar to the the political conventions or the sporting events you have the you have the the anchors in the booth as it were and then you have the reporters that are out there on the floor 
and getting all the getting all the different interviews and doing reports on on what got done at the panels and showing off all the cosplay and and doing all of this stuff we very much want to be integrated into that kind of thing where we're part of that online presence that these events have and a lot of them have come to realize that they need that kind of thing that element that part of their event now especially you know coming out of lockdown they realize how how useful a tool it is to do things online now, you're not getting the exact same programming but there's no reason why you can't broadcast the the cosplay contest from your event there's no reason why you can't uh, have interviews with the the organizers of the event the authors that are there the the artists and the writers the illustrators all the creators that are there all of that stuff needs to be done and it needs to be done by people who know what they're doing as as much as much as i can appreciate the effort by some people there are some people who don't have the skill set to be doing this kind of thing with online convention programming. I'm looking at you, San Diego. But you, that's, that's when you partner up with a media partner like us, or Sci-Fi Wire was doing it for a while with ReadPop, and you have people who are trained and who have the skills, the broadcasting credentials, to do this sort of thing. And we bring in all of our gear and we can do this kind of thing for, for these events. So if you know people who organize events, or if you organize events, if you're part of that process, if you, if you are in the programming, or if you're a volunteer at an event, you know, throw our name out there. Because I would like nothing more than to be able to go and broadcast from a convention every month. If we can, but it's going to take it's going to take resources. It's going to take you know not just not just the event saying that we can come in, but also being able to pay for it. So there's that. All right. So on that note, <sighs> Cam's got a good point. It'd be great to see some top-notch promotion of smaller cons to provide alternates for the big events. And yeah, it and and that's another thing that I would like to do too. You know, if we partner up with some of these smaller conventions like Smallville Con, for example, or uh, Evil down in Evansville, Indiana, uh, the the smaller conventions might be a little bit more amenable to having us come in to do this kind of thing. I mean, you've got the big corporate ones like Read Pop and Creation, and we've talked about it. We've kicked around the ideas, and they're like, eh, <laughs> and then they don't. So, and then coming up after September, we'll have a conversation with DragonCon. Because I would like, I would love to get down to DragonCon and do this. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. You, you nev never say never, never count your chickens before they hatch. So, uh, that's, that's just going to have to, it's just going to have to be doing it. So, Dave says, a great 450th show. Thanks for making me a regular viewer. Well, thanks for being a regular viewer. We do appreciate it. And for those of you who do want to connect with us on the socials, uh, we're on all of those. We're on four different video platforms. If you want to connect with us over there, uh, I did mention the, the money. I mean, we've got a couple of different ways that you could support us that way. If you want to, there's no obligation to. Uh, and very, very soon, 
there might not be a way to do that. PayPal could be shutting down a couple of different options uh, for us because they're changing their rules in September. So if you're going to send us money by PayPal, you better get it done first soon. I don't know. But you don't have to. Don't have to. Nobody has to. I, I make that clear. All right. That's it for today. Don't forget, uh, out there now in the, the ether space, uh, our discussion in the Ranker Pit dropped last night. We had a new Star Wars discussion, so you can check that out. And then, of course, we've got uh, Good Morning Multiverse on Saturday. And coming up on Friday, I should do it on Monday so I have the alliteration, you know, with the you know, Media Kit Monday. But we're going to do Media Kit Friday. Any of you who are independent creators... I am going to draw from my 34 years of experience in media, news, journalism, broadcast, advertising, marketing, all of that stuff. I'm going to pull from all of those 34 years, and I'm going to give you a primer on things you need to have in your media kit when you're promoting your project. If you've got a comic book, you've got a novel, you've got a video game, you've got a board game, you've got a, a short film, you've got a feature film, anything that you're doing is a creative endeavor. You need to be able to promote it and market it, and that involves having some material available for people who want to cover it. So your media kit, the stuff what you send out to the press, we're going to go over that, some things that you need to have to be able to hand it to somebody and say, here's my stuff. Here's, here's about this project. Here it is. And it's consistent, and you can just hand it, hand people the same thing over and over. You're not having to repeat yourself and reinvent it every time. It's a, it's a fixed package that you can send to the media who's covering your stuff. So we're going to talk media kits on Friday on this show, 1 p.m. Eastern, Noon Central. And then we'll see what happens next week. I don't know. As we crawl to 500, thanks very much for being a part of this one. We do appreciate all of you being here. Remember, there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2022 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. 